Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. My friends, welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. The last month I have met some remarkable people traveling from Maine to Seattle and many places in between. Now these remarkable people are those that will probably never make the news, but they truly are the best of us and they deserve to be remembered. And we should look at them and learn from them. One had a childhood of abandonment from their birth father, from their adopted father, from their mother, a mother who was an addict, someone who as an adult, he had to take her to rehab, hold her hand, a true survivor, if you met him today, he would come across to you as one of kindness, someone eager to listen, and someone that you might see driving up in an ambulance or a fire truck. No matter what the call is, no matter what the expectations of him may be, he would be there eager to help. In spite of the hellish childhood he had arise from. Another I met was given away by his mother in the eighth grade, literally. Two younger brothers and sisters, she didn't want them. She dropped him off at social services, say, take care of him, I don't want him. By the time he was 16, he was emancipated, he was on his own. Had to finish high school on his own, had to get a job on his own, had to find a way to live, had to go to college. Now he's got his own family. He's a chief beautiful daughter, beautiful family, following his footsteps. The remarkable thing to me is he talked about this. I mean, think about that. Abandoned by your mother in the eighth grade, and she kept the other ones. She gets rid of you. And being able to talk about it with grace, being able to talk about it like, well, that was my life. That was my life then. But let me tell you about my life now. And then another that in spite of, of incredible physical and mental hardship by him and his wife. Literally a decade of surgeries that continue to this day on his wife, the one that he loves, his own personal demons that he's had to overcome during that time. Yet together with their love, with their faith in God, they were able to rise above their pain to ride above both of their painful pasts and adopt three children. Three kids brought up in horrific circumstances. Three kids that if they hadn't been adopted would have been part of the system. Who knows where they would have ended up? Wounded mom, wounded dad, wounded kids. What's that equal? Awesome family. Awesome people not even satisfied with adopting, but helping at-risk youth. Just an amazing story. And many other people just like those. As much as I traveled, as tired as I was, as much as I missed my family, 
As easy as it is in today's world to judge yourself by how much money you have, what kind of car you drive, what kind of house you're in, what kind of flashy things you've done in your life, what legacy you're leaving, you meet people like that and it reminds you what matters and what's important. And it reminds you that the best of us, they don't write newspaper articles about that the best of us are on the covers of magazines. I thought about all that today as I was reading an article about Peter Thiel, the founder of PayPal and a billionaire. Sort of the spirit of the article is how he's feared and hated by many and at the same time respected by those same people and then loved and looked to up to by many others who want to kind of follow, follow his cowboy Silicon Valley attitude. You know, he, he, he's a businessman who, not only for the money he made founding PayPal, but he's also revered and reviled for his often, one might say, contrarian, conservative ways. It's quite a character, Peter Thiel. Now, at the end of the article, it describes him in the following way. It's kind of the postscript to the history of Peter Thiel and his battles with Elon Musk and other Silicon Valley investors, his forays into politics. It says, today he lives in Vienna, Austria, with his longtime partner, Matt Danzizen, whom he married in 2017, and now co-parents of baby daughter. Though he's avoided the limelight in recent years, he is still feared by many. As anti-monopoly activist Matt Stoller told Jafkin, He's a nihilist, a really smart nihilist. He's entirely about power. It's the law of the jungle. I'm a predator, and the predators win. And what was in interesting to me as I read that, if you kind of read the whole article, that while it was giving this portrait of him as this feared character, yet looked up to, even though it kind of painted this picture of him at the end, you could tell it kind of looked up to him. That that person that kind of gave a, you know, middle finger to the man that took what he wanted, that ran over who he needed to run, to run over, and now could live life the way he wanted in Hawaii, well, man, that was the kind of person to look up to. That's the kind of person, that even though we may fear them, man, we should envy them. Well, as I thought about Peter Thiel, and should we envy him? <laughs> should we envy that, the predator? I thought of the... Many people I've met in the last month serve in our country, across this country, who quietly, quietly show the best of us. And they're not predators. They're responders. They're sheepdogs. They look out for us, asking little in return. And then pondering all this, I was back, brought back to the basics. As often happens, I was in a bookstore, unfamiliar bookstore in Traverse City, Michigan. Almost, you know, not, not really almost. I guess it's not in the middle if you looked on a map, but it felt like in the middle between Maine and Seattle. And I'm in this bookstore looking around, and I'm in the religion section as I do, looking at Bibles. My kids are probably laughing right now. And I came across this thing called the Ancient Faith Bible, filled with narrative from church fathers the first to the fourth centuries. Now, I'm a sucker for new Bibles and stumbly upon it. I couldn't help but break it open and start to read it. Long dead 
bishops and monks commenting on the word of God. And reading that Bible and seeing what those gentlemen had to say 1,800 years ago, 1,900 years ago, almost 2,000 years ago, thinking about Peter Thiel, thinking about the men and women I've met over the last month, it brought me back to a place that I always seem to end up. Everything is vanity, except family, faith, and community. Making family truly the most important thing in your life. Living your faith, getting down on your knees, praying, listening, studying, and being a light in your community in a time of darkness, in a time of selfishness, in a time when the people who are envied are the people whose lives you really wouldn't want to have. When the people who are envied are envied because of the dollar signs behind their name. But not necessarily for the good they do in silence. The good they do without wanting any pat on the backs. The good they do without even wanting to get rich. But they just do it because it's the right thing. I would hope, my friends that you define your successes by the strength of your family and friends, by the depth of your faith, and by the commitment you have to help those in your community. So until next time, aim high on those things. Spread your wings on those things and keep your eyes on your family, your faith, your community, not worrying whether anyone's going to write a magazine article about it or whether it's going to make you a billionaire or whether you're going to be able to put a flashy smile on Instagram, but only because it is the right thing to do. And when people do things because it's the right thing to do and for no other reason, those are truly the best of us. Those that I am blessed to meet day after day. Part of the wind under my wings. May it be yours also. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green. So my radio.